The swamp without a still is just a tent. A martini without olives doesn't quite make it. And Mash Minute is intended for mature audiences. Put on your headphones. Listen for the tone of your favorite podcast, Mash Minute. Well, it's a minute-by-minute detailed analysis. Of the movie without which the series wouldn't exist. Megan and Tooney, and guest will make three. Goddamn Army, MASH Minute. Welcome back to MASH Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the 1970 Robert Altman film MASH, one Jeep stealing minute at a time. I'm Tierney Steele. And I'm Megan Coleman. And I'm Tom Taylor from the Blues Brothers Minute. Welcome, multi podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna run out of shows at some point. Or am I was gonna I? say, what what do you what do you not do, Tom? No, take a nap. I haven't taken <laughs> a nap in a long time. I have a good night's sleep. Those sorts naps. of things. Naps. <laughs> I'm sure you. No, no, sleep is overrated. I hear it's terrible. It's not oh. good for you. You don't want to do that at all. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to nap. We're going to talk about Minute 6 of MASH. Yes! Yeah. Minute 6 starts with Hawkeye giving his signature whistle. Yeah. And it ends with him becoming the driver of a Jeep. <laughs> My wife pointed out that Mr. Fox in the Fantastic Mr. Fox does a very similar uh, kind of mm-hmm. catchphrase whistle. Ooh. It's actually taken from, like, I forget if it was Wes Anderson himself or George, but someone was like, yeah, no, it's it's Hawkeye. <laughs> okay, <very cool. laughs> there you go. I, I can't remember who, but it was someone where I was like, well, they would know. <laughs> right. They have no motivation to lie to me about this. <laughs> Just to bring up Animal House in every episode that we do. Sure. I always conflate with Otter's whistle, although his is Peter and the Wolf. Mm. He's doing a oh, tune, not a little thing. Yeah, his, right. his little... Wow, I'm out of breath already. Um, <laughs> don't smoke cigarettes at parties in college, kids. Um, <laughs> it drives me nuts, though. There is no source for this. Like, I think Donald Sutherland just did it. Sure. That's kind of what I always assumed, yeah. Why not? Yeah, it works. But but it has no origin story. How will they ever make a comic book of it? <laughs> They'll find a way. <laughs> don't worry. They always find a way. The EU of... Hawkeye's whistle. <laughs> Not even the stupid Mash Wiki has it. <laughs> it's gonna be okay. All right. <whistles> Racist. <laughs> right. I kind of like that. I just want to make clear: we have our first joke of the movie. This only works because it's a joke. Don't at us. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, so Grumpy McMasters just takes... I love how he's just like, he's having his coffee now and just takes off. Does nothing to stop what's happening. No. That's how he runs the place. (laughs) Just by yelling at people and then walking away. He's got other people to yell at, you know? Yeah. He's got a quota. I think he might be about to get his comeuppance. Could Mm -hmm. be. (laughs) I have nothing to say about all these names that the PA does, (laughs) except that someone's first name is apparently Roosevelt. Yeah. Which... It's too soon for that to be real. But I was trying to think, because a lot of times they just grab names of people working on the movie. Mm-hmm. And I was like, did they just like kind of lose track of what was the last name, what was the first name, and someone had the last name Roosevelt? And then I was thinking, like, would anyone name their kid Roosevelt? 
Well, somebody named their kid Herschel. Yeah. Yeah, so, but you know. I think Herschel is a name. Well. Yeah. Yeah. And the name right after Roosevelt is Theodore. <laughs> or you yeah, could again, be like, yeah. I think Arkin was just talking off the top of his head. Could be. Yeah. <laughs> At least it's not Apple. <laughs> if you write out the names all in a row, transcribing a minute, it looks like there's a Michael S. Phelps, but it's actually Michael Carey and, uh, oh. and Robert Phelps. <laughs> uh-huh. I thought there was some like seeing the future happening, and I'm like, no, no, it's, it's. I just didn't do punctuation correctly. Darn it! I'm sorry. It's okay. And then I realized I shouldn't throw stones in that glass house because I totally put Lucas on the list of possible names, and that's a last name. So <laughs> Izzy's like, no. Actually, Izzy don't be that no, primitive. Izzy would have been a Lucas if she was a boy, actually. So. Friends think alike. Because <laughs> George Lucas is the best, and I totally want to be him, and world building is the best part, and writing dialogue is hard. <laughs> there you go. We weren't naming the child after George Lucas. We just liked it. But sure, yeah, George Lucas. We are Star Wars fans, but yes. <laughs> All right. Hey, okay. Tom Scarrett's in this movie. Tom Scarrett arrives! Surrounded by the ladies, as he likes to be. (laughs) As he often is. Where would we like to start with Tom Skerritt? Tom, Um, would you like to talk about Tom? (laughs) Sure. His name's Tom, first of all. My name's Tom. Uh, I don't know. I guess Tom Skerritt is... I guess I first knew about him from Alien, where he's awesome. And then, like, as I was, like, circling back and rediscovering MASH, I was like, oh my gosh, it's the guy from Alien. He doesn't have a beard. And he's like young and weird, and he's kind of a, you know a little sprightly jerk dude. He I has like no him. mustache. He yeah. he. I no. never recognize him. This yeah. is hashtag not my Tom Scarrett. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you never see him like this. This is the only thing I've ever seen him in like this. Yeah, like looking I, like this or being this guy. Yeah. Well, and he's thirty six in this, and he looks much younger. Oh my god. Oh yeah, yeah. he's a lot younger. Yeah this point he had been in a movie so this isn't he's not one of the many many people making their film debut right but he hadn't really broken out he'd mostly done tv he had done combat with Mm. robert altman very cool uh which i think is where i looked it up yeah i looked up he's 36 at the time he was also married with multiple small children depending on him (laughs) (laughs) his wife was charlotte r shanks she was not an actress so she doesn't have her own imdb page unfortunately uh yeah he doesn't have a mustache he is playing a southerner like you said he apparently got this role because gould was called in to read for duke and he's like i could never play a southerner i want to read for trapper uh-huh. like oh okay and then he became trapper Ta-da. that's how it yeah. works and he was later a model oh really do, do you know for which company no guess um Calvin Klein jeans. No, but thank you for walking right into my Brady Bunch movie quote trap. He was a model for guest jeans. Apparently, the character of Forrest Duke, 
which is his, but Duke, was based on a, a real life, you know, they're all kind of a, a, a male, a get. They're all combinations. <laughs> Can't say that word either. Various people. But Zanuck in the it mentions at one point that supposedly he is based on Dr. A Triple Kill Him, which I have right now is A Triple Kill Him. <laughs> I don't know. I couldn't find that anywhere else. That's what it sounded like. If that's wrong, I heard it from Zanuck. I just assumed he knew what he was talking about. Maybe he's a dirty liar. I don't know. <laughs> Could be. <laughs> I do not have nearly as many charming quotes from Tom Skerritt, although I do love that he said, I've been in some pretty damn good films. <laughs> it's lovely. It's a good sentiment. He wasn't and he in, has. Uh, he wasn't in Caddyshack either, by the way. <gasps> no. And he wasn't in Animal House. No. 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 Real missed opportunity. Such a missed opportunity. Hey, I should point out, not only is Donald Sutherland in animal house but he's also his name is in the blues brothers on a huh. on a movie like movie theater marquee there's like a oh. fake movie see you next wednesday that's in all of john landis's movies and it mentions uh that it stars donald sutherland huh. yeah so there you go hmm. and then neither of them were in any uh, indiana jones movies so there you go yet <laughs> and they were not members of the band devo <laughs> that i can't help you with no. yeah i also want to give jerry jones his due Oh, sure. Grumpy McMasters, the motor pole sergeant. <laughs> oh, okay. Has a name. Spoiler alert, we're going to see him again so we can talk about him. Yay. But I just wanted to point out, I did find him. And in the most charming way possible, I looked him up. It was like, okay, motor pole sergeant. Let me look at his bio. And then he is uncredited. And underneath is another uncredited. And it says undetermined role. But it also has the last name Jones. So I was like, oh my gosh, maybe it's his brother. Maybe the driver is his brother and he got him into the shot. Like, isn't that sweet? <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> I made that up. Mark Jones is a Brit who played an Imperial officer in Empire Strikes Back. Oh. No. Say. And uh, I kind of now want to determine his role, because again, challenge, because he was in Doctor Who. Oh. And he, like any good Brit. he was in The Seeds of Doom, and he has a named part. He is Arnold Keeler. And I feel like I should be able to reverse engineer this. Like, I should be able to watch Doctor Who, see who Arnold Keeler is, and then I can watch MASH and find him in there. There you go. Homework. <laughs> <laughs> because doing a daily podcast was, it was not, not enough. Yeah. <laughs> So, yes, we are introduced to Duke, who is a southerner, likes the ladies, and has a bit of a cavalier attitude. Yeah. Yeah. I get anxious that this place is so muddy that there's no place for... Like, he, he literally can't put his duffel bag down anywhere except until he gets to the Jeep. That makes me a little anxious. <laughs> like, if you put it down, it just gets soaked because it's so muddy everywhere. Oh, you mean, like... <laughs> Girls who use Vera Bradley bags as if those are practical in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> they don't get wet. Nope. <laughs> oh, I can put this down on a snowy sidewalk. It'll be fine. I have shoved this full and put it on the South Asian floor, and it wasn't ever will go wrong. Ever. <laughs> there are no germs on the floor of South Station. It will go on the Greyhound bus and be just fine. Or the, or the whatever $10 cheapo bus that might catch on fire to New York City. <laughs> Ten dollars, big spender, Megan. Uh, anyway. This also is different from the book. 
Yes. God, I can't wait to talk about the reality of Animal House with you. Anyway, um, <laughs> they they are equals. This whole him being the driver, boy, get my bag thing. Nope. They, they're not even in the latrine. I mean, it's ridiculous. Um, they both come out of each end of a building. They find each other, find the Jeep that they've been assigned. And they yeah, there's no there's no Mr. McRumseyville in the in the, no. in the book. No, we it's would a, never it's meet a him. It's a whole thing. thing. Sorry, I I went a page too far, and I'm like, why are they talking about prostitutes already? <laughs> that was quick. <laughs> we'll get there. Yeah, they go. Who drives? Captain Forrest said. Oh, so maybe his name is Duke Forrest. Yeah, I think it is. I'm oh, sorry. Yeah, I think so. That's my bad. Let's choose, Captain Pierce said. He opened his barracks bag, felt around in it, and extracted a Stan Hack model Louisville slugger. He handed the bat to Captain Forrest. Toss, he said. Captain Forrest tossed the bat vertically into the air. As it came down, Captain Pierce expertly grabbed it at the tape with his left hand, and then they do the hand thing. Captain Forrest was left with his right hand waving in the air with nothing to grab. Sorry, Captain Pierce said. Always use your own bat. And so Duke drives... I I don't know how that works. I mean, they're describing what they're doing. I'm not, like, confused on what they're doing. And it's just whoever is left. Can't they just touch their noses like normal people? No. That would be fun. <laughs> Wouldn't be hijinksy. Right. Was it more common in the... Fi- well, they would have been growing up in the fort. Like, oh, yeah. We'll just toss... The- I mean, because this is not something that Hawkeye has to explain to Forrest what they're going to do. That's true. I feel like I'm missing out on some 50s boyhood. (laughs) Maybe. Like, a shared experience that I'm just like, I've never seen someone do that in real life. And Mm. you hear about it in books and TV shows and stuff. I feel like, not all the time, but it's a trope. There's a, even though they don't do in the book when they do the bat thing... And in the movie, they don't. There's looks to be a bat sticking out of. There is a bat there. Yeah, I'm just there's a bat there. So it's like there is. Did you guys think about doing it? And then it just didn't like play well. And it looks like it's Hawkeyes because it's there. And it looks like yep. it's already it's there. there. Yeah. Yeah. When it's definitely Hawkeyes. When... Maybe he thinks better with his bat. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe it comes into play later. Who knows? <laughs> dun, dun, dun. That's in a few good men reference. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, is it? Yeah. I've, I've never actually seen that movie, so. Oh. I know. I'm horrible. I'm sorry. Okay. Hashtag, I have a six-month-old deal. <laughs> but you also don't live above me anymore. This is so true. Can you can't just come you up and <laughs> This is true. You can't be like, oh, my I God. I could have solved this problem in 2008. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, can't, you can't just be like, okay, thanks for the boost. Now watch this movie. <laughs> All right, Point Break Minute does recommendations, and my recommendation is that everyone watch A Few Good Men. End of rant. <laughs> End of rant. <laughs> I saw it once. Does that count? Sure. Yes. Okay. It's so Better than good. me. It's so good. Marcus impression in three, two, one. I hate to interrupt you, but the reason we're here. Like Hawkeye's reaction to Duke assuming he's a driver and just kind of going with it, that's the very first sense of like you know the hawkeye we're gonna get isn't it that he's hmm. you know he's not doing he's not he's not goofing on duke at all but he's just sort of like going out going along with duke well, like, okay. <laughs> you know yeah 
Like, oh, what's up with this guy? I know he's not the driver, but he's acting like he's the driver. What's going on? This is fun. I'm having a good time all of a sudden. Well, Duke thinks he is the driver. No, that's... Yeah, no, Hawkeye. Duke thinks Sorry, Hawkeye's the driver. Yeah, right. Hawkeye's going along. Yeah, and Hawkeye's, Hawkeye's just going along with it, yeah. Yeah, I like that he's just like... Process. Yeah, he wanted the Jeep. Mm-hmm. He didn't want to stand in the mud anymore. So. Yeah. This is this is no skin off his back. He has right. no problem with driving. <laughs> but again, if Grumpy McMasters had just been a little bit nicer to him, this whole movie might not have happened. <laughs> oh, I bet it would have. Just a little differently. <laughs> they just would have had the driver turn around and take the Jeep back with him. Ta-da. That would have been boring. <laughs> we wouldn't uh... have a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> For those who care, I have the Grand Slam Dale Murphy Little League Louisville Slugger. Is that like a kid kid size? I mean, it's big enough. I still hit with it. Oh, okay. It's not like... Oh, it's not like one of those little... I thought thought it might be one of those little ones you buy at like the ballpark, you know, like the little... No, but now that I'm holding it, I mean, it's smaller than David Ortiz's bat. (laughs) Well, yes. Oh, big puppy. (laughs) I just wanted to see... I, I, I'm How a, happy it, you would be. I'm a, I I chose my college, no joke, in large part due to its proximity to Fenway Park. If that tells you anything about what kind of a Red Sox fan I am. Oh my god, I have a question for Tom. Okay. But I worry that I shouldn't ask it until the next minute in okay. case you both quit. <laughs> or do you fall on baseball? We are from divided territory. Uh, It's all good and safe because I don't know the baseball at all. That's a good my my grandfather who never wanted to get involved would say his favorite team was the Brooklyn Dodgers. Oh yes. And that's what he stuck to. And then you just gotta leave it alone because yeah. Because Fairfield County. I'm in a mixed marriage, so I'm married to a Yankees fan. And our child will maybe be a Mets fan if she goes with the program. Yeah. She's supposed to be a Mets fan. She's supposed to be a Mets fan. But then they won the World Series the year she was born. And I maybe have things for her. (laughs) I'm just excited Hawkeye is a baseball fan because I'm a big nerd like that. And I love baseball a lot. You do. Um, (laughs) I did not grow up a Red Sox fan, though. I do not have the blood that Megan does invested in the team. Anyway, Tom is asleep now. (laughs) (laughs) Tom's like, I didn't know I signed up for a baseball minute. What? I'm sorry. (laughs) Sold a bill of goods. I knew there was a baseball bat in this movie somewhere, but come on. (laughs) You know, it's funny. I invite, so I get tickets to the Red Sox. I get like a pack and I have a game against Cleveland and a game against San Francisco. And so I texted Pete and Jerry and I was like, you know, let me know if you guys are interested. I've got one extra ticket present. I was like, I'm not trying to be mean to Tom. His team isn't coming. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know I had a team. Well, your wife's team. (laughs) I know. Same your, thing. Your proximity team. <laughs> anyway, this is going to be fun to edit. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Some of it is legitimate talking about MASH, and some of it is not. It's not. <laughs> I'm trying to think if I have anything else to say. This is like a very light minute on notes, probably because there's no history to analyze. <laughs> true. No quotes. We got Theodore Roosevelt in there. We got Theodore That's Roosevelt. True. He snuck in there. Yep. And we have our first, this is the first time someone said, no, it's not because he knew this was the Jeep for the 4077th match. Never mind. Never mind. I thought this was our first, like, oh my God, the 4077th. What a moment. But I missed it. Oh yeah. That was the last one. Oh well. Just whooshed right by me. Whoosh. You're so used to hearing it. It's too normal to you. That must be it. 
Yeah. Oh, I just want to call out a beautiful bit of acting of Donald Sutherland while well, Hawkeye. He looks at Duke like relaxing the seat, and then he looks at his lapel. Like, just to double check. <laughs> like, Who am I dealing with here? Problem? Oh, right. <laughs> he doesn't realize I'm a captain, too. Oh. <laughs> I can have <laughs> some fun with this guy. <laughs> my zipper on my bag. Wasn't he paying attention? <laughs> yeah, I know. Can you guys give those to anybody? And then there's the big, there are two big signs. One says, Tierney, he fixed the zipper. That's what he was doing. And the other one says, Tom, don't worry, we're going to leave the mud soon. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, thank you. So if you come back tomorrow, you can leave this muddy motor pool behind with us and Hawkeye and Duke. Good characters with personality. Yay. Yay. It's getting there. Tom, which of your myriad podcasts would you like to plug today? <laughs> Every last one of them. No, go over to, uh, I'll just pick one. ABC Devo. ABCDevo.com. If you're at all a fan of Devo. You know what? A lot of the listeners of our show, they said, hey, I never listened to Devo before. You guys got me into Devo. So maybe you'll be one of those people. Go listen to ABC Devo and listen to us uh, discuss each and every Devo song in alphabetical order. Nice. Because it's awesome. I know a Devo song. Many people <laughs> do. Is it is it the one that is it different from the one that everybody knows? I no, it's not. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> Although there was a song I didn't realize was Devo that you guys referenced at one point, and I was like, oh, I know that one. See? But I'm, get, I'm getting there. So see, there's two. It's very exciting. <laughs> Woo! You've doubled um, your Devo knowledge already. <laughs> all coming together so quickly it's all happening. speaking of doubling i am on this podcast and i'm also on the podcast joe versus the minute where i talk about joe versus the volcano a very different movie from nash <laughs> but also one very near and dear to my heart i'll have to see if i end up begging megan to guest like i did when i was on you came on return to oz minute right I, 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 yes <laughs> That was I'm my sorry. first. That was my first podcast experience, and you're like, "Here, watch this movie." And then there's like weird things on rollerblades, and you know, '80s good times. <laughs> Somehow, I missed that movie in my childhood. It was good times, and you're not missing it anymore. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. Yep. <laughs> it was fun being yeah. on your podcast. Was more fun than watching the movie. I have to admit, but. <laughs> Well, now you can enjoy watching a movie and being on a podcast. Yay! You're a host of MASH Minute, and Megan is a PR extraordinaire. Maybe. Does that count? Uh, And she keeps me on track with our social media. So if you're looking for us on Twitter or Instagram or Facebook, we're at MASH Minute. Woohoo! I think I set it up right so you can find it on Facebook at MASH Minute. Uh, we can check that. Megan, check my work. <laughs> Hold on. Oh, yes. I see the MASH Minute post Ep Ward. Yep. Woo! Woo! All right. With a fabulous cover cast photo. Oh, yes. We started with a woo. We're ending with a whoop. This is, this is, <laughs> a, this is a moment. It's a moment. All right. Come back tomorrow for more moments with MASH Minute.